You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Man, Will Z. Will, what's happening, buddy? What's up, you guys? What's up, Will? Do you uh, happy to be here? Do you yeah. have any numbers that can support why the national media uh, will not give De'Aaron Fox the proper love? I don't know. I was trying to think about it while you guys were talking about it, and I wonder if it's because he's not. Everyone loves the three-point shot and dunks, and Fox doesn't. He's not a prolific three-point shooter, and he can he dunks, but he doesn't. That's not the main aspect of his game. So it's more, he excels in the underrated parts with that mid-range and kind of the floater area. Mm. So maybe he just isn't flashy like some of the other stars. But, I mean, it's he should get more credit than he does. You know, the funny thing about it, I was thinking about this on the way in as well. I was thinking a lot about uh, the Kings and De'Aaron Fox on the way in. That's a good use of your time. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I remember – a lot of people looking at John Morant and you hear all the time, John Morant. Oh, he's the modern day Allen Iverson. He's, he's the modern day Allen Iverson, all this other stuff. He's got a look that resembles Allen Iverson, but take it for somebody that watched Allen Iverson all the time. Mm-hmm. That was my first foray into league pass is just so I could see the Sixers starting from 2000 all the way to like 2006, watched all his games. De'Aaron Fox game is more Allen Iverson than John Moran is. Allen Iverson lived in the mid-range. That's where De'Aaron lives. He did Allen Iverson wasn't an above the rim guy. He wasn't a floater guy. He was a guy that got in there, finished with layups at the basket. You look at De'Aaron Fox and Will Z, you know it. It's mid-range and it's finishing at the basket. Mm-hmm. De'Aaron Fox, in my opinion, when you look at the game, is more De'Aaron Fox. Than, or excuse me, De'Aaron Fox is more Allen Iverson than John Moran is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, the finishing skills, like Fox was at 75% in the restricted area coming into last night. He was 4 or 4 last night, so that went up. And Ja, I think I checked over All-Star weekend, was at like in the 60s. So mm-hmm. it's really not close um, with the finishing abilities. But I mean, Ja just has that highlight package that everyone loves. But shout out to Will Z, by the way, who did uh, sit through all star festivities and was fact checking announcers. <laughs> and Candace Parker, I think, said something about what was it, Donovan Mitchell? Yeah. And Will was like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Candace Parker, in fact, there is someone oh, uh, who finishes at the rim w- better. Will, 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 Candace Will. Well, actually. Hit him with a Ramsey. <laughs> Hit him when with the facts are out there, I mean, just trying to. Let people know, <laughs> and and I think that's I think that's just something people do right is oh there's no one better than him at finishing at you know at the mid range and I was like ha ha no there is uh, and actually he's he's sitting right over there you can go tap him on the shoulder his name is De'Aaron Fox yeah but it's how those it's how those and obviously Donovan's a phenomenal basketball player that's that's not the discussion but it's how De'Aaron it's how guys like De'Aaron Fox don't get recognized for what they're doing. Mm-hmm. It's like you have to start start pointing out the things that he does great. If he is the best, you know, mid-range guard in the league, point that out. If he is the best guard finishing at the rim, you got to point that stuff mm-hmm. out. Just mm-hmm. because he's not 
shoot, we talked we talked about dropping sixty and losing. Apparently, now you could go for a dunk and miss. <laughs> but if it's spectacular enough, like they're going to talk about it and they're going to clip it and they're going to share it all over the internet and say, yeah. "Oh, look at this near dunk." Ja almost got a body. That's the highlight now. And then the ball bounces off the rim. It goes back the other way for two. And it's like. <laughs> not to mention, but, it's not even close. No, it's, <laughs> not even close to completing the dunk. <laughs> five more feet and he had it. He's, he's one spud web length away from having the greatest dunk of all time. Will anything else stand out about De'Aaron's numbers we'll for you? Will just sit through us. Uh, yeah, <laughs> just get, being at it. All I love out, it. Man. Oh, man. So I think it's time to have a legit conversation about Fox's status as an all-time king. Mm. Oh. I think he is. Were you, in, were, you, were you and Kenny Carraway talking on the phone <laughs> on the way in? We weren't. Were you thinking the same thing, Kenny? I was. I, I mentioned something. He, 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 he's on the path right now. He's on he the is. path. He might be past the path in my eyes. Mm. I don't know. Um, I mean, the playoffs, I feel like the playoffs this year will be like the final, the thing that finally does it. But, I mean, looking at the numbers, I mean, we saw last night five straight games, 30 points. The first person since Tiny Archibald in 1975 for the mm. Kings franchise, first in Sacramento era. Which I don't feel if like you just, we have to count, by the way, with all due respect to Tiny. Right. It's like, you're not Sacramento. He exactly. Ain't, he ain't Kings, we're Kings. That's right, that's it. So I was looking at some other numbers too, and um, so for just the Kings, 1985 to now, Fox is sixth in scoring. Um, he sits behind Mike Bibby, Chris Weber, Peja, Cousins, and Mitch Richmond. He's second in assists behind only Mike Bibby, and he's only 250 behind. So, I mean, if he's here, which it feels like he will be, he'll be the King's leader in assists as mm. well, which is such an understated part of his game. Um, and then just his ability to score. He's, I tweeted it out last night, the 30 point games, he's now sitting at fourth most in King's history with 59 30 point games. Mm. And he's just reaching the all time leader board in so many different areas. If you look again at the 30.10 assist games, he's had 15 of those in his career. The next closest is seven. So he's just doing things for the Kings that haven't been done. And I think he's climbing the Mount Rushmore of Kings. I'm with you, Will. I'm with you. And I, I said uh, off the radio air, um, and we would talk about it on the radio air, I said, man, you can – when I say he's on the path, I'm saying he's on the path to being the greatest king of all time. Mm-hmm. He's on the path to that. There's a couple of things he's got to he's got to finish. There's got to be you know a couple more years of this type of production. Uh, he's got to get to the playoffs. Um, maybe once he'll do it, but probably you know two, three times or whatever the case may be. But I'm sitting here looking. I'm like, yo, this dude. He's on his way to being the greatest king of all time. He's on the path, and. Uh, yeah, I'm on the same page as you, Will. And it's so exciting because he's ours. We yeah. drafted him. Like, he is a king through and through. And it's just so special to have that in your star player, I feel like. Yeah. And I uh, well, I was going to just say one other thing about him, because when you think about 
you know, he's ours. He's been with us the whole time. And I think just really about Cousins. They're, the difference between Fox and Cousins is when DeMarcus came, Tyreek was here. And we thought mm-hmm. Tyreek was the savior. And DeMarcus was going to be a piece. So DeMarcus kind of came in as like, all right, we got another piece to go with Tyreek. It's going to be a good look. These guys are going to grow together. Eventually, DeMarcus be, became better than Tyreek. I only bring that up because when DeMarcus was drafted, he was not looked at as the savior of this franchise. When De'Aaron was drafted, mm-hmm. it was like, this is the guy that's going to take us to the promised land. Mm-hmm. And that's just a little difference between the two. Like, from day one, from draft day, from pre-draft workouts, when he had a little foam finger and he was on Snapchat and people were going crazy. Like, we're like, this is the guy that's going to take us to the promised land. And it's a little bit different of expectations, and he's 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 there right now. He's there. Question. Yes, sir. Long-time listener, first-time caller. I love the show, guys. Thank you. Um, no need to ask how we're doing anymore, please. Okay, sorry. <laughs> happy New uh, Year. And don't, say happy, yeah, about, don't say Happy New Year either. Thank you. <laughs> happy Black History Month. Um, is De'Aaron... This is obviously, I believe this is only a two-person conversation. Is De'Aaron already the best Sacramento King that's been drafted here? Yes. Two, already right. today? It's a two-person uh, conversation. It, it, I mean, mm-hmm. I think he's I think he's past Peja. Peja's on the Yeah, list. I think he's past Peja, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think so as well. I, I, it, it's, I, I don't... I, and I'm fu- I'm I'm fine with that answer. I just I we can't forget how good Demarcus was. No, he, not at all. Demarcus was really not at all. really good. Demarcus was making All Star teams on a twenty win team. Yeah, like that's yeah, how absolutely. good he was. It's like absolutely. we can't ignore how good this dude is. No, Demarcus. Demarcus was the best big in the league. It was certainly a different type of big back then when Demarcus yeah. was the best. He was but, he was a bit of a game changer. Yeah, like he he. I mean, because he was a bad. I mean, he wasn't. It's it's sketchy because you talk about big man. You go, oh, Demarcus was a good passer. Doesn't mean he was Nikola Jokic, mm-hmm. but he was. It doesn't mean he was Vlade even. Mm-hmm. But he was good at that. Unfortunately, <clears throat> he didn't often have anybody to pass the ball to. No, and I mean John Salmons isn't going to get it done twice. Jeez, oh, why'd they do that the second time? So you know the the shortcomings of Demarcus on a team level, I don't think were his fault. At all. I, I look at when, when you talk about he changed the game, I don't look as much at Jokic as I look at somebody like Embiid. Like he was JoJo. Mm-hmm. He was the blueprint for JoJo. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I, I, I'm always, as the people can see, this is my guy. I'm, I'm wearing a cousin's sweat, uh, crew neck today. This is, this is my man. I'm always careful with making sure I give him his props. Mm-hmm. Um, for for what he did here when I talk about how great and where De'Aaron Fox may end up being. Uh, DeMarcus was phenomenal. And to be honest with you, like the fact that we think De'Aaron is above Peja now, that's no small feat because Peja was sick. Peja was a top five MVP candidate at, at his at his height. Yeah, n- no doubt. Um, I feel like Paige's time, and this this could absolutely. I just feel like Paige's time was so short. It was, yeah. And yeah. like, I think the other thing about Paige, like Paige was really good when he left here too. Mm-hmm. Um, before his, was he the back or was Hito the back or were they both? Hito, 
I think Pager was a knee, I thought. Oh, he was a knee. Hito was the back. Someone, One of those two had a back was the thing. Back. That... Well, Hito had a revelation. Oh. Hito also may have like gotten a, some help. Like a Matt George revelation? No. Oh. <laughs> yeah, uh, resurgence maybe is the better word in Orlando. Remember, he took him to the finals. Him and Rashard Lewis. And Dwight. I'm, I'm like, wait a minute. When did that happen? Well, no, it was, Dwight was the one. But oh, I'm saying well, you, you said he took him to the finals. And I'm like, wait, what year did this happen? Remember, Rashard Lewis were, were, were major cogs in, in, in that. Rashard Lewis, one of the craziest NBA stories. Oh. Like when you talk about contracts and <laughs> like his movement within the league, boy, that's some wild stuff. Some, yeah. some, oh, Oh, okay. I'm I'm seeing in the chat. I didn't I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know that. Okay, yeah, yeah. You know, a little deer antler spray. I don't, I don't <laughs> know. Hey, whatever. Uh, Will, this has been a lot of fun. You want to give us the bad news? Because I read your article today. <laughs> oh man, the Clippers are good. Like it's scary good. I was trying to usually, I'll try and find like what can the Kings do? Like where's an advantage here? Especially for like the Kings' offense versus the Clippers' defense. I couldn't find anything. Call, call, um, in, call in Matt George in his new position in the church and see if that helps. They are just – we always talk about how the Kings are so well-rounded on offense. It's like the Clippers are that version on defense. They aren't leading the league in, like, steals or blocks or, like, opponent shooting, but they're at least in, like, the top half of everything across the board. So it makes it an exciting matchup because the Kings have the well-rounded offense and the Clippers have the well-rounded defense. Which one's going to win? And it's kind of fun because there's so much that could happen compared to being like, oh, the Blazers aren't good on defense. The Kings are going to score a lot, which is exactly what happened. Yeah. It's going to be a good game tonight. I think it's going to mm-hmm. be a good game tonight. Well, I, think, I thought the last one, the they've only played. Well, they oh, played they played twice. twice. Yeah. yeah, they've played twice. twice. Yeah. And the second one was nobody played. So yeah, yeah. Uh, but I, I think this is going to be a good game tonight. I think there's going to be energy in the building. This is something that should be on national TV, yeah. but it's not. And I think the Kings are going to be ready to play tonight. I think so too. And I think the Russell Westbrook Clippers thing is going to be a rousing success. <laughs> Ho- hopefully, starting Sunday. Yes. Stop. Honestly, uh, I think it is. Uh, so. One of the reasons I think that it works out so well is that the uh, – and let me know if I need to go to commercial. Um, it's very rare from Clippers. a guest on this show, by the way. Very, very rare. <laughs> It'll because, be the last time you I hear know, that today. I know them all. <laughs> um, the Clippers aren't a good two-point shooting team. They're better three-point shooting team, and that's exactly where Westbrook excels on offense is getting to the basket. So he kind of fills in that gap that the Clippers are missing um, compared to – like getting rid of Luke Kennard was a strength that they already had. So I think Westbrook could be a very good fit, and I'm excited to see how it all works out starting Sunday. There you go. Yeah, I'm with that. Uh, Will, thanks for always carving out time for us, man. We really appreciate you. Love talking to you. Thanks for having me on, guys. Appreciate it. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. 
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.